Last week we talked about Thomas, man, he was a doubter. Wow. Jesus was talking about how Thomas was going to put his finger in his side because he was a doubter. <laughs> this sermon is probably the best sermon that I believe Jesus is going to teach. Father, can we come before you, Holy Spirit? Lord, you gave your Holy Spirit, Father, to us. Father, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 13, Lord, you breathe your spirit upon us, Father. You've given us hope and life. So Jesus, come before us and preach this message. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank you, guys, and God bless you. Welcome to Growing in His Word, man. Last week, we we talked about Thomas, man, how, how Jesus resurrected from the dead, and Thomas was a doubter, and he appeared to the seven disciples for a reason, and it was for a season, man. It was to ignite that the power of the Holy Spirit again in their lives and to testify that Jesus is God and that you cannot hold God down because God is powerful. He died, He rose, He is alive, and He's alive and well, and He's alive in us now. Listen, believers, this message is a message about truth, power, resurrection, and how He appeared to the disciples and how we need to be comforted knowing that in the end, Jesus Christ is going to come through for us. This isn't the tickle the ear message. This is verse by verse. Holy Spirit fed message. This is the truth. And the truth shall set you free. Listen, last week it said in verse 7, we left off man on 21, chapter 21. Therefore the disciples whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. Remember, he's appearing to him. Remember, Peter tells Jesus that he will die for him. Oh Lord, I'm going to die for you. You remember this. Jesus said, nope, you're not going to die for me. You're going to deny me. Three times. Listen, Jesus tells him three times that you're going to deny me. And that same night, remember this, it was, it was that he denied him. And later Jesus was arrested, remember? Two weeks ago, last sermon, he was arrested. And Peter, what did he do? Do you remember what he did? He hid. He hid in the courtyard. He was outside. Then Peter was, Peter was recognized three times. And then he denied him three times that night. He denied him three times. We talked about that. And, she, and Jesus knew. That's why in Luke chapter 22, verse 62, it tells us that he wept. He felt so bad. Peter wept. He cried. Remember. Remember this. Now he sees Jesus. He's coming up. They're going to fish. And Jesus spots them out in the the ocean. Listen to this. Here we go, man. Verse 7 says, Therefore the disciples whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It's the Lord. Now when when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garments. From he had removed, and he plunged it into the sea. But the other disciples came in the little boat. Listen to this. He plunged into the sea because he knew what he did to Jesus. He knew how he felt that night when he denied Jesus. This is all about Jesus restoring Peter and restoring us so he could use us. But it starts with forgiveness. Remember that. 
Jesus is all about forgiveness. Hey man, if you don't have forgiveness in your heart, you cannot be used. That's why I, I ignore people. Drama comes my way, I ignore it. It's like a frisbee. See you later. I don't care. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I don't have feelings. Because of this verse, I don't have feelings. I love and I preach the Lord in me, but I don't set my stuff on feelings because the Bible says feelings will lead you astray, but God's word never returns void. Listen, listen, I don't need, we don't need drama. Peter brought drama and Jesus is forgiving him. Can you imagine? He felt so bad he denied him three times and now he sees him and he takes his garments off and he plunges into the ocean, into the water. That's how bad he felt because he wanted to get right. <laughs> it's amazing. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing how humans, how we are? Listen to this. He points into the sea. Verse 8 says, But other disciples came in a little boat, right? And they were not far from land, but about 200 cubits, dragging the net with fish. Okay? Verse 9 says, Then as soon as they had come to the land, they saw fire of coals. There and fish laid on it, and bread. And Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish which you have just caught. Wow. Simon Peter in verse 11 says, He went up and dragged the net to land, the net to land, full of large fish, 153. Although there were so many, the net was broken. We talked about last week how the net was broken and how Jesus brings in the people and the brokenhearted because he wants to heal the brokenhearted and the net represents the brokenhearted. And the net was so full, we talked about that last week, how, how there's no limit of people that you can lead to Christ. You can't. There's, there's no, no limit. It's limitless. You, you don't need one of those season passes to fish with Jesus. You don't got to go to the local sports store and get your permit. Jesus says, go out there and get it. <laughs> Jesus is making them fishermen. And he's doing it his way. Okay? We just need to get out of the way. We just need to get out of the way, man, and get out there and preach to people. Love on them. Show them God's love. Don't sit in your houses all day. Get out there. And now we see Jesus coming now. He wants to eat breakfast with them and chill with them. Now he he died, he rose, he taught them how to fish, and here we see it. Here we see that Jesus... In verse 11, Simon Peter went up and dragged the net to the land full of large fish, 153. And the analogy here is Jesus is teaching them how to fish. So many of the net was... And so verse 12 says, Jesus said to them, come and eat breakfast. Yet none of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? Because they knew. (laughs) Amazing. Do you know Jesus? Basically, man, the net's not broken. Jesus is not broken. You know that old saying, if, the, if, the, if it ain't broke, don't fix it? <laughs> the net's not broken. We're not broken. The brokenhearted have come to Jesus and he's healed them. Do you want to be healed? Cast your net out, man. It isn't broken. Let's do this. Look. Listen to this. Jesus said to them in verse 12, Come and eat breakfast now. Yet none of his disciples dared ask, Who are you? Knowing that it was the Lord, Jesus then came and took the bread and gave it to them, and likewise the fish. Remember when Jesus fed the 5,000? 
Remember when they were, yeah, man, he took one little fish and some bread, some crumbs? Yeah. Jesus seen the bread come, crumbs on the floor, and I seen them too. <laughs> Did you? That's the question. Did you see the breadcrumbs? Jesus is saying to you, do you see the breadcrumbs? Why don't you pick them up and do something with it? Instead of bury your talents and get bitter and hold it in the, and, and burst it at people six years later. That's what we have. Jesus Christ came and healed you. Don't take it out on the shepherd. Eat with Jesus. Sit with Jesus. Fish with Jesus. Quit going to the lake and trying to catch your bass. I've already caught mine. It's a spiritual bass. Jesus is saying, get off your spiritual bass and catch him. <laughs> I love it, man. It's amazing. It's amazing because when you when you eat with Jesus, you're thinking, where is this coming from? When you eat with Jesus and you sit there and you and you eat with them and you fellowship with them and you love him and you're on him, you're with him, you don't got to worry about the problems. You you don't got to worry about your wife being upset. You came home late or you're bit, or she's bitter because something at a church did years ago. You don't got to worry about that. It's all smooth sailing, man. You don't got to get angry. But be loving. Listen, Peter denied him three times and Jesus forgave him. Amazing. And here it is. Then in verse, listen, listen to this. Who are you? Look, knowing that it was the Lord. Verse 13 says, Jesus then came and took the bread and gave it to them. And likewise the fish. Okay? Jesus made so much bread out of crumbs. We've seen this. This is now the third time Jesus showed himself to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. There's your proof. Listen, Christ now is going to speak to Peter and restore him. Listen, because it's about restoration and forgiveness. If you don't have it, you can't be used. Some people may think, oh, pastor, you sound kind of better. <laughs> no. Thank you, Jesus, that I've been healed. Because listen to this. I wouldn't get on the mic and be bitter and preach. That's the, God can't use that. Come on, man. <laughs> so then they had eaten breakfast, verse 15 says, and Jesus said to, to Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again, Listen, the second time. Listen to this. Jesus is squaring it off with them. Jesus doesn't want no resent resentment. Jesus doesn't want to leave again back to the Father. To He is the Father, but back ascend before He Makes it right and restores. Because Jesus is into the restoration business. He's not into the condemnation business. Or how many people you can get to your church. Or how many people listen to your sermons. He's not into that. He's saying that Peter needs to learn how to feed his sheep and be a shepherd, a pastor, a leader. But love his sh sheep in a different way. And let them cling on to God, not Peter. He asked them, listen to this. It's amazing. It's, it's important. He says in verse 16, he said to him a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? 
He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Get, you know, feed them, take care of them. He's restoring them. He knew the hurt that he had for denying them. But he knows we're human and he's God. And, and Jesus can forgive us because he's above all this. But Peter has to forgive himself. I really think Peter's tripping right now. He's thinking, how can, this, how can he forgive me after I did this? But Jesus is showing him his agape, his love, his mercy. He's forgiven him. He's shown him that I can forgive you. Don't ever let Satan rob your future by taking your joy. Let me repeat that again. We say things we don't mean. Jesus said something here that he means. Whatever God says is true. But every man is a liar. The Bible says it. Everybody has fallen short and lied. Let, let me finish this. And he says, listen to verse 7. Verse 17, I'm sorry. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know that all things, you know all things, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hand and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. This is, this is, this he spoke signifying by what death he would glorify God. And, and when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me, follow me. Just forget about the drama <clears throat> and follow me. Forget about the drama. Forget about the loud party you went to last night. Forget about the, you know, forget about it. Forget about the drugs you did and, and move on. Ask Christ to forgive you. Forget about the... The, the, the bitterness in your heart and move on. You cannot accomplish God's goal without forgiveness in your heart and moving forward. That's it. It's not going to happen. Jesus is restoring Peter. He's indicating his strong friendship. <clears throat> he's indicating that, he's, that, that, that he will lay his life down, that he did lay his life down. He laid his life down for us. Jesus did. He died for us. He's saying, look, man, Look, Peter, I'm the church, not the Catholic church. I'm the church. My holes in my hands. I've eaten the food. I'm 100% God and I'm 100% man. I know how you felt. You don't got to feel this pain anymore of guilt. I have forgiven you. And this is very important because listen to this. How do we know this? I'm going to prove it to you. The Bible will. You ready for this? Verse 20 says, And Peter turning around saw the disciple whom Jesus loved follow, following, who also had leaned on his breast at the, at, at, at the supper and said, Lord, who was the one who betrays you? Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, But Lord, what about this man? And Jesus said to him, If I will, if I will that he remain till I come. What is it that 
What is it that to you? You follow me. Verse 23 says, Then this saying went out among the brethren that this disciple would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die. But if I will that he remain till I come, what is it that what is it that to you? Listen to this. Listen to this. Okay? He's saying, don't worry about others. Worry about yourself. Don't follow man. Follow me, Peter. Feed my sheep. Take care of them. Set your eyes on me and worry about me. Listen, don't worry about man because man's a failure. But Jesus said, worry nothing. Don't worry. Don't, don't, don't be concerned with, follow, with, with, with other people. Okay. This is the disciples, verse 24, who testified of these things and wrote these things. And we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things that Jesus did, which, which, they, which if they were written one by one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that was written in it. Amen. That's it. <clears throat> Jesus restored Peter. Jesus, listen, Jesus demonstrated forgiveness. He restored Peter, and that's it. The home run is out of the park. That's it. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. If you only knew the power of forgiveness. 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 I could just keep saying forgiveness till the sermon's over. Forgiveness. 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 People don't want it. They like to hold that bitter pickle juice in their mouth. When they get hurt, they get upset. They get mad. They blame it on the pastor. They blame it on the leaders. Jesus says, don't worry about others. Worry about yourself. Fellowship with me. Eat breakfast with me. Eat my word. My word is the food. Mmm, yummy. It tastes good. Ow, I don't want to read it. Yeah, read it. Because when you read it, you become more faithful to the Lord. And you don't have to worry about your past. Satan bringing up your past to rob your future. That's what he does. He tries to bring up your past and condemns you. Satan's a condemner and Jesus convicts. Peter was condemned. Look at what happened to Judas. Judas was condemned. Condemned, condemned, condemned to where he hung himself. We don't hang ourselves. We don't hurt ourselves. We transfer our drama on the Father. He takes it and we cook out and have breakfast with Jesus. Period. Thumbs up. That's it. Nothing left to say. Jesus is in love with you. This is the exact message that needs to be preached in the whole church. Verse by verse. Message by message. Peter's feet wants to feed the sheep now. Pastors need to feed their sheep. We don't need to talk about Disneyland and, and, and popcorn and movies and wow. <laughs> feed your sheep. Feed them, read them, read to them, love them, show them your love, 
Read the verse by verse. Message my message. Get out there. Don't worry about the virus. Go out there and share God's word. The church doesn't save us. It's Christ in us. Jesus is not limited by the tr- by by things and uh, uh, earthly things. He can go and move. The Holy Spirit is available. And, you know, it's about getting out there and seeing what God wants to do in your life. Jesus told his disciples, cast your net, man. I'm here. Peter tripped out because Jesus died. He died and then he rose and he denied him. Who knows what he was thinking? But he was probably thinking, wow, man, I denied him. And look, he's alive. He's real. Plunged into the ocean. Or will you plunge in, in for God? Will you take that plunge? Meaning, will you step out in faith? Because that's what it comes down to. Look, look, we're talking now. A pastor can talk after he reads the word of God. But we don't have that today. We have watered down pastors teaching messages about other things. Other countries and other problems. Get them off the problems. Get it off other things and get your eyes on Jesus. That's the problem today. Nobody wants to teach Jesus. Verse by verse, growing in his word was made for verse by verse. Peter is showing his love for Jesus. And listen to this. All the ones that are hurt right now, that have gotten hurt by the church or by other pastors and leaders... You're the one that God wants to use. Isn't that amazing? Look at Peter. He denied three, three times he denied Jesus in public. <laughs> Who did Jesus tell to go feed his sheep? Who did he say? Peter, the denier. That's because Jesus is so merciful and so loving and so graceful and so faithful that he teaches us that forgiveness is above all things. Why? It unlocks the door to freedom. It really does. The, the, more, the more bitter you become, the more cancerous your body gets. Listen. I mean, we're supposed to count the cost, man, like Peter. Peter went out and he finished the race. He was, they hung him upside down. John was chased to the island of Patmos. They cooked him in oil. Did you know that? They, they caught him and they cooked him in oil. Turn it up, man. We're going to wax them up. <laughs> Persecution, man. It's here. It's alive. It's a well. You don't want to count the cost. You're on the pulpit. And you're preaching. But do you want to count the cost? Well, I don't know what that means. You want to preach, but you don't want to count the cost. Get out there. God's with us. You talk about revivals. Start one. Start one instead of holding the body down or holding the message down or, or not teaching verse by verse. This is the problem in America. In the churches. 90% of the churches are full of it. It's only 10% that's alive. And that's like the church of Philadelphia. Peter went out with the disciples. Jesus told them, do you love me? He's referring to, do you love me more than your disciples? Do you love me more than my disciples? Do you love me more than your mother? Do you love me more than your son, your father, your... Do you? 
Well, I feel a little condemned here. No, Jesus is saying, stop. Come to me. We're all going to die. Listen, listen. Are you guys listening? Listen to me. We are all going to die one way or another in this world. We're going to get old, car accidents, cancer. No one knows. Who cares? But we're going to live forever. Time is getting short. What are you doing for Jesus? What are you doing for Jesus? What are you doing for Jesus? Well, it's condemning. That's condemning. He loves you. He can, you can be used by him. He used, he used the fishermen. He's calling you. He's calling your name. Stick your name there. John, Mike, whoever you are, whoever's listening, Jesus wants to use you. But you got to say, I want it. I want, I want it. Give him to me. Look, we're all going to stand before God. Every single one of us are going to stand before God. Peter stood before him. I'm going to stand before him. You're going to stand before him. And he, what is he going to say? What have you done with my son? What? I fed all these people. Who cares? Jesus fed 5,000. <laughs> what have you done with my son? We, what are we doing? We're in this race together. And he loves you. He has a plan for you. But he doesn't want you to hold your garbage bitterness. Go bury it somewhere and, and lay diapers on it. Nobody wants it. Move on. Press on. Press on in the gospel. Listen. 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 We're free. Listen. Romans chapter 8 verse 9 says, But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you, now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not of him. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of the righteousness. But if the Spirit... But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. We're together. It's a together package deal. It's your choice. You see, if, but if you are not in the flesh, but if, but in the Spirit, if, it's your choice. Serve Him or become bitter and die in your bitterness. And that's your choice. Jesus is waiting. Father, we become before you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the book of John. Wow, what an awesome chapter this was in growing in his word. Wow. It's our choice, Lord, to follow you. It really is. It's our choice to be miserable. It's our choice, Father, to be our choice. Life is what we make it, Father, and I want to make it for you. I know that in my heart. Lord, I pray right now by your Holy Spirit that if anyone is bitter or upset right now, Father, I just pray that you heal them. Completely heal them, Father. What a, what a beautiful God you are, Jesus, who would come even when Peter denied you, Father, and forgive. Wow. Oh, Lord, it's not about us, Father, and we know this, Jesus. We thank you, Father. We pray right now by your Holy Spirit that if anyone doesn't know you, Father, that they come. Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. And God bless you guys, and thanks for growing in His Word.
This message was brought to you by the Holy Spirit. We have we take no donations. We take no commercials. All all the commercials and ads that you click on are not being paid to me. It's it, it's a free. It's free because Jesus is free. I have a job, a regular job, and I preach online for free. This is a free message. This is my ministry to you. God loves you. He died for you. He gave his life for you. Will you come to him? Growingthisword.com is all over iHeartRadio. We're on every podcast you can think of. We love you guys. Will you grow? Continue to grow with us. And thank you for this message. Next week we're gonna start a, we're gonna start the book of Acts. Oh, it's gonna be beautiful. The book of Acts is gonna be amazing. We're gonna see how the church grows. How it should be, how a real church should be. And I'm gonna teach the Holy Spirit in me how the church needs to be and how it needs to act and how it needs to become and how it became. God bless you guys and thank you for growing in his word.